0: Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Reyes, a high school student living out her life with the intention of inspiring others. Each week I bring you a powerful person or tip to help enhance the path to fashioning your passion. Fashion your passion means doing what you love and incorporating it into everyday life, and I'm here to help you along that journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode, and I hope you enjoy. As many of you know, this podcast was just a 4 a.m. idea in preparation for a school project. Now it is a way that I get to spread my voice and help other teens create the best habits for their life. I want to hear your voice, too. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's all the tools you need in the app or on their website. And my favorite part is that Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast too. It's everything you need, and all you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Hey, Mr. Landry, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy. Like I'm actually so excited for this episode. I knew since the beginning I needed to ask you to be on this, and I'm so glad that we finally have gotten around to it, um, but first off, do you mind just introducing yourself to give my listeners who may not know you a feel for who you are? Yes, so thank you for having me today. Yeah, of um,
1: I met you, when did I meet you? Eighth grade. It was eighth grade. Yeah. So I was student teaching in Somers. Yes. Um, I was my last year of college, and I was student teaching here, and um, I think were you in Miss Reynolds' classroom? Mm-hmm. and With English, and so... I've now been teaching at Somers since. I did my student teaching here, Mm -hmm. so this is my fourth year, and I love it. I'm so happy to be here in Somers, and it's like, you talked about passions on your podcast and following your passion, and I feel like this is it, so I'm so pumped.
0: Yes, it totally is, and you're so passionate about everything you do. Like, every day I walk in here, and I'm just like, I don't know how she has so much energy, but she does, and I love it, so it's really inspiring. But, um, I want to sort of pick your brain a little bit today, if you're okay with that. Oh, yeah, bring it. Okay, good, because I (laughs) was so excited, because when we, you know, when we talked before, um, the topic that, um, we talked about, I was like, this is so good, and it's something that's not really talked about, you know, with high school students and whatever, um, and so, um. In Mark Manson's book, he has a beautiful quote, and it's, uh, you know, we are wired to become dissatisfied with whatever we have and satisfied by only what we do not have. And so as a high school teacher, to what extent do you think that this idea is prevalent, you know, with high school students? Mm.
1: Yeah, so this book, um, I'm so happy we got to talk about this the other week, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a (gasps) Fuck. It's such an interesting take on... um, questing, if you will. And I'm going to use the word questing as a means of like desiring things, always wanting the next thing, kind of like keeping up with the Joneses, comparing yourself to what you want and feeling like uh, you always need something else to be happy with with what's going on. And I feel like in high school, a lot of students get caught up with needing to do everything and um, doing every single sport and doing all of the um, volunteer activity service and doing all the clubs. And um, in this book, I think he really talks about how by saying yes to so many things, you're not giving yourself an opportunity to um, really dig into what you're passionate. You're kind of spreading yourself too thin. And so you're what are you saying no to because you're doing that? It, it gives us this idea that like we keep trying to do more and more and it makes us keep wanting more and more because we see other people trying to do it or we compare ourselves. And I think the way that America and the society is, like, we cultivated students to feel like they need to keep doing all of these things, mm-hmm. and, um, he, I listened to the audiobook, actually, mm-hmm. and his tone when he's talking about this, he's like, are you people crazy? He's like, of course you can't do everything, and then you get mad at yourself <laughs> yeah. when you think you can. So he's like, you know, you got to cut yourself some slack because it's never going to be that you can do everything. Um, And we need to be honest with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And once we're honest with ourselves and choose the one thing that we're passionate about, then like it becomes more meaningful Mm -hmm. um, because otherwise like we're questing and we're looking for things that we don't have, which I think is hard, like based on the society that we live in. Like it's a constant challenge.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I feel like there's there's especially in high school, there's so much pressure you know, to do that and to do everything, basically. And I feel like, for me, at least, like, the reason that I'm doing all of this is because, you know, when passion is thrown around, it's a word that's thrown around, and it's, like, people think of it as this, like, finite idea, right? So once you find your passion, you're going to have the same passion for the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. right? But I feel like, for me, like, now that I've, you know, sort of, I've spoken different places and I've really caught a feel for, like, you know, how kids are, I really wanted to make it my mission to sort of change the idea of the word passion because i throw it around so much because you know i am a passionate person right but it's because i've sort of learned how to you know be passionate about one thing at a time and that's why i love you know and you can give your opinion on this i love you know miss stewart's whole thing of like with inquiry because it's like she said it to me yesterday she was like you know you can be curious about a bunch of different things but the whole point of you know taking inquiry into action is focusing on one of the things you're curious about at a time. Like if something else pops up, like you need to, you know, hold yourself in and really focus on that one thing because then you'll, you'll, you know, play that out for the time that it needs. And then that's, you know, then you'll move on to the next. But if you go in 7 million different directions, that's where you sort of lose all of the spark and the fire.
1: Yeah, and I think it's so hard because there is some students who – Or some people in general, like it's not just limited to students, I think just like that's the population and the community that we're in right here. But it's sometimes so hard when you don't know what you're passionate about. So you're like, I'm just going to try everything Mm -hmm. and see kind of what's the best fit. Yeah. And then we're spreading ourselves too thin. And um, I think that's when we just need to be mindful of it's great to try things, but how involved do we want to get? Because we want to follow and be true to ourselves and not just do something because we're being told or it's a good idea.
0: Mm yeah exactly it's like you can't put yourself in like seven different buckets like you put your full self in seven different buckets at once right you can only you know sort of dip into each one of them at the same time and so I feel like that's it's a really it's a key idea um, and that's why again like I, I love for like we're selling this book on you know the podcast I, know. I love this book so much because of that and it's like you know there are so many things that um, that are there for us but what it, what should we focus Mm -hmm. on right and I feel like you touching on not knowing what someone's passionate about like I feel that it's hard to play around with that especially in high school you know what I mean Um, and so what would your advice be on sort of a way in which you know people if they don't know what they're passionate about and they're kind of like in that area of like oh my god like you know I'm a junior or senior high school's almost over how am I supposed to go to college not knowing what I want to do um how would you really you know take steps to sort of combat that issue Mm. i've been thinking a lot about this
1: lately and i don't think i have the perfect one answer Mm -hmm. because it's so hard when you're in that situation and you really genuinely don't know where to go or what path to take and um i think about this in my own experience because i've always known i've wanted to be a teacher Mm -hmm. since i was in elementary school and that drove me. That gave me such a strong desire, even in high school, to work toward that goal. Mm-hmm. And I knew I had to take certain steps. I knew that I had to talk to teachers and network with teachers from such um, a younger age because I had that goal in mind. So when I hear students saying, like, I don't know what to do or where to go or what my passion is, um, for some, to some extent, I think I had a, h- a hard time identifying with that. Now, though, that I feel like I'm living this life where I get, to, I get to do my passion every day, I get to work with kids and really dig into like what they're writing and, and talk about that with them, mm-hmm. I feel like there's this next step of, okay, what am I passionate about next? Because I'm still building this foundation of my own passion with teaching. And that's not to say that I'm no longer passionate about teaching, but now I'm kind of like thinking what's next for me right. and what's my next goal. And now that I'm in this position, I feel like I can relate a little bit more with students who are saying, like, I don't know what my passion is. And I don't mean that in like um, I totally can relate and like, oh, I, I'm, I'm helpless or hopeless because I I do understand that like I've, I've followed my own passions and I, it's a different experience than other people. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. But to this extent now, I think – since I don't know what my next step is, professionally maybe, or personally, or which direction I want to take that in, because maybe I won't be a classroom teacher forever. I'm not saying that it's going to change in the next couple of years, It mm-hmm. just what direction would my professional life take, or, or maybe there's a passion um, that I have about doing something in my personal life, like writing or... Um, gratitude or mindfulness, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what that is yet, but I know in my day-to-day life that the things that I do, I want to do them intentionally and be in the moment with everything that I am because if I'm in the moment and I'm being conscious of the conversations that I'm having with people and I'm aware of the situations that I'm putting myself and the patterns of the situations that I'm putting myself in, then I might begin to notice things that come up for me that I like and that I enjoy And I think that is more meaningful than trying to do everything. Mm -hmm. So if I'm able to capture, um, you know, reading this book and really enjoying this book, um, the subtle art, and being like, maybe this is a way or an avenue that I can explore other literature like this, or maybe I can now find a community of people that also read this too. So It's exploring it in a way where I'm mindful of the ideas, the conversations, the people I'm surrounding myself with, and really being there with those people, and not letting my mind wander, or not thinking about the next thing, or not thinking about where I'm going to go, and worrying, because I think the worry takes us away from the present moment, Mm -hmm. and it takes us away from what we can see and the possibilities around us, and so... I think that's the, the biggest advice I can give because it's really all good. going to come out in time and I feel like, I talk to students all the time, I have no idea and it's of what I'm gonna do in college, like my parents are stressing me out and they feel like I have to decide or I have to declare a major. And I know so many people, I have so many, like, like friends from school that changed their major and um, had different experiences along the way because they allowed themselves to be there and to embrace those experiences where they saw these new opportunities and they emerged organically. And it was beautiful, but they can't necessarily like, they didn't know that from the start, right? And it's, You can't know that until you get there. And so it's a lot of trusting the unknown And that's hard it's really hard Mm -hmm. but i think the more that we can be mindful of like the here and now is safe and um that's all we need to know and what we need to feel like everything else will come in the right time as long as we have um the mindfulness to to work with it and the motivation it's not just saying okay i'm gonna be here and now and, and it's just gonna happen because there is some level of um work ethic and like dedication you need to have to be present
0: in those moments no for sure and I always say that like people who go into college like as undeclared are the most successful people out there because they you know in high school they're focusing on high school and they're not worried about oh like what am I what will I want to do you know if four years after I graduate and so I don't know I admire those people but also I'm not one of those people so you know and you're also um, opening yourself to like all the, and you are wait a minute you are <laughs> are you kidding me first of all wait
1: and I think that, like, you're finding your passion along the way, too, which is a for beautiful sure. thing. Like, you are challenging yourself to be so present in all those moments, which is so beautiful and like, everything that we're all striving for, yeah. you know? For sure. Um, I find it so interesting how sometimes teachers or people, like, pigeonhole students in high school. Like, we have, they're, like they're always those stereotypes mm-hmm. of, like, people and, like, this is the way that you are in high school. And then... I love seeing students transform in college and finding what they love to do, like their passion, and then becoming so successful from that. Like I think that when you find something you truly love, you flourish, which is why I love the idea of like inquiry. Like Miss Stewart talks about mm-hmm. to find what that is for you yeah. and um, to be so successful and just go with it. Yeah, for sure.
0: For sure. And I, I was talking to Mr. Armado about this, but you know, we are talking about like how in in high school and just in, like, public schools in general, there are so many standards that teachers have to meet. And so it's it's very hard for them to be able to allow their students to sort of, you know, do what their students want to do, right, in terms of obviously under, you know, the subject of the class. But I don't know. I just feel like it's becoming less like that now, right, but also at the same time it's becoming more like that, you know, so it's kind of like mm. – um, in terms of like, you know, state level stuff and you know, things like that. But um, what are, like what's your, how do you feel about that and how do you feel, you know, how have you sort of enhanced your classroom so that you can move more towards letting your students do what they want to do under the subject that you teach?
1: I think that education is shifting greatly. And it, and from what I've heard, like this is only my fourth year in teaching, mm-hmm. but from what I've heard of other teachers who have been in the profession for a longer amount of time, education is always teaching and shifting, especially because the world around us is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. And with the most recent changes in our society is the, um, the advent of technology and how technology is changing the way that students learn. Mm-hmm. And I think that the standards that we have are the skills that I want my students to come away with. So now instead of just having them memorize certain terms, vocabulary, words, or definitions. I want my students to have skills um, that to make them better writers, to communicate their ideas in clear ways, or to navigate different types of texts that you're going to encounter in the real world um, and research and being critical and mindful of that. Because I think those are skills that are going to come up in college and what employers want to see. They want to see people who can go out into the world find, navigate different sources, bring them back and create some meaning or use them in some way that will benefit a company. And so I think that if students can learn those skills with sources they love and topics they care about, they're working on those skills um, while still investing themselves and finding um, different things they're passionate about. So that's kind of my hope as a teacher, yeah. like wh- how I want to inspire students yeah.
0: in that's different ways. Beautiful. I love that. Um, we, you touched on intention and how you're sort of striving to create more intention um, in your life, and I feel like a lot of you know kids don't really know how to do that, so what are ways or what are steps you take in order to create that intention for your day, your week, your month, whatever it is?
1: That's such a good question, and I think you, the most important thing you just said was uh, not knowing. Because not knowing can feel so unsafe, and it can feel terrifying. Mm-hmm and isolating and um, it can feel awful sometimes, not knowing, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the first step is like embracing not knowing mm-hmm. and knowing that that's okay. Yeah. Because if you, because I think that it's a way to start. Yeah, for sure. And um, not knowing kind of helps me take a step back and look at the big picture and take a deep breath mm-hmm. and consider all of the things that I need to accomplish or that I wish to do. Because, of, because like for example, this is my first year teaching IB. Mm-hmm. And um, it has been a challenge learning all of the assessments and the requirements and where to start and how to navigate. Yeah. And so I felt I could feel at some points of like being really overwhelmed. I don't know what to do or how to approach this. And mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm doing right by my students. Mm-hmm. So in, so instead, so I don't get isolated or um, you know like this fear of not knowing where to start, yeah. I try to take it one step at a time and really focus on one thing, one actionable thing yes. I can do toward this big thing that feels like a monster like I'm never going to accomplish. Yes. So if that is um, starting with a topic in mind and then like going to an article that I think a student my students might enjoy to help talk about it or like, think about questions that might come up, like I'll start in a small way. Um, or even just kind of doing some research. But I think that starting small with one step, one actionable thing that you can do is so helpful. Because if we try to do it all, right? Yeah. Going back to that idea of like trying to do it all, it's going to be like too much and then we're not going to do it all well. Yeah. So starting small with one thing. Um, and and allow, like allowing ourselves to start with things we know how to do well, right? So it's like, just because I'm teaching this new Ivy class doesn't mean I have to change the game entirely, I still know some extent like what a good teaching practice is or what a good strategy is and I can include those things that I do know well Mm -hmm. in this new territory of not knowing.
0: Yeah, exactly. How would you define intention for your life? I think intention is being
1: mindful of my desires, my passions and my goals and living with purpose and integrity for everything that I do. I love that. And that's hard. Oh,
0: for sure. I'm definitely not here
1: being like, I can do that every day. That's so easy. Because I struggle with that a lot. I think everybody, to some extent, struggles with that. Um, but setting the intention, whatever that is, every day, um, or for for one activity, or for going into a new situation, and, or, like, sometimes it could even be reminding myself like, if I'm really scared to teach a new topic I've never taught before, my intention is going to be going in with an open mind mm-hmm. and reminding myself of that. And doing that and being mindful of that throughout the lesson or um, and having purpose and, like, desiring to do that rather than fearing and clamping up. Because then when I clamp up, I get scared and I shut down and mm-hmm. I don't do it. Yeah. So I think um, it really is for me to, to have that integrity of being in the moment and being mindful and to keep reminding myself of it. And I think everybody needs a reminder, whatever that is. Like if it's having, like people wear different bracelets, or mm-hmm. you have like a sticker on your computer that you see every day, mm-hmm. or you have um, a sticky note like on your nightstand that you read when you wake up and you when you go to bed, like every day. Yeah whatever it is, something that reminds you about that intention and to be mindful and to have
0: integrity and to do it with vigor, Mm -hmm. I think that's super important. It's helpful. Yeah, for sure. And you are a huge example of how beneficial it is to live a life of intention. I feel like, I don't know, over the course of the past few years, I've, I've seen you just become into your own. Right. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's, it's completely, <laughs> obviously it's completely different because it's been, you know, five years, you know, four years, five years since, you know, you were a student teacher in my class. But I don't know. It just it, there's something that, like, I just I could see all the growth, you know, Aww, and it, it thank makes you. me so happy. <laughs> so for the final question, um, this is a question I ask all of the guests on the podcast. Um. Based off the title of the podcast, which which is Fashion Your Passion podcast, what is one tip that you would give dreamers based off of how you have fashioned your passion? I think
1: to keep in mind with the theme of this podcast um, and what we've talked about today, I think that tip would have to be being mindful of your current situation, like wherever you are right here and right now. And living with intention like we just talked about, Mm -hmm. whatever that means to you in that moment, because the intention doesn't have to be big um, or overarching. It could be a year long intention, but it could be moment to moment and just being open to what the present moment can can give you and what you can learn from it
0: yes oh that's so good thank you so much once again for being on my podcast thank you I appreciate this this is awesome I love this it's I love like this I'm so like fired up to like I don't know do something in my life now um for those of you listening you guys know where to find me at this virtual Jew on Instagram and Twitter also at fashion your fashion podcast on Instagram if you're listening to this right now screenshot it and post it on your Instagram story and tag at fashion your fashion podcast also do not forget to leave a five star rating and review and I will talk to you guys next week.